0: Welcome listeners, it's Adrian here, back for another Arcade Attack podcast, and I'm joined, as always, with Dylan.
2: Thank you for inviting me, bro.
0: (laughs) And of course, Rob.
1: Good to be back.
0: Guys, um, I don't know about you, but I love a good conspiracy theory, urban (laughs) legend, myth,
1: unbelievable truth.
2: I've had enough of conspiracy theories lately. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I think yeah. you
1: do know about me in the sense that I actually really like conspiracy theories. I've always been fascinated about it, and like there are certain ones I've actually done a fair a bit of reading on at different points in the past. You started the one so about the 5G
2: mask, didn't you? You started that one as a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
1: No, but funny enough, the uh, like there's this kind of conspiracy artist on. Uh, like, I can't remember who he is, but he died recently. He just has these like insane. Kind of like collage-y type kind of pictures that are all like 5 g conspiracy stuff and they 're insane
0: <laughs> love it
1: the most bizarre thing ever
0: love it and actually when i when i went i 'm going to ask you guys a bit when you first got sky, but when I first got sky, I think it was Sky one it might be a different channel, but then, but the big Sky channel they all they showed this really quite famous American show called Unsolved Mysteries, and it was so.
2: so cheesy oh my god that program was cheesy i didn't see it till years after i mean i didn't get sky till the 2000s but yeah geez that that was that was one corny program mate
0: as a kind of 10 year old kid 11 year old kid that would have been great and it was great wasn't it It's like oh my words (laughs) unsolved mysteries
1: yeah it was creepy and a little bit scary
0: it was it It was a bit scary yeah i i I actually quite enjoyed it but obviously the the go-to when i got sky was simpsons that was the first thing but then if after Simpsons, I wanted to watch a bit of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. So I've always found them quite interesting. So today I thought what i would do is I might run down ten amazing sort of video game myths urban legends some conspiracy theories and even some sort of myths that actually turn out to be true some unbelievable truths so we can have a little guessing game maybe at the start of each one whether you think there's an, an, any truth in it some some of the myths have got a little bit of truth to it some are a load of rubbish but we we'll have a little discussion and yeah be, be quite fun hopefully
2: sounds good to me mate far away, sounds
0: all good before we get into it because you know i, I like promotion on the i'm the key marketing guru um I just thought <laughs> give a little of Arcade Attack.
2: You <laughs> a are spammer. You spammer are. alert. You No, you are. You are.
0: Yeah, I've got to use that marketing degree for something, Dylan. you? Know that, mate? Oh yeah, of course. Um, I just thought I'd give a little shout at some recent reviews we have got on our on our podcast. So you know, sort of pat ourselves on the back a little bit. So we had a bit of a glut uh, of three recent reviews. So I, I think I showed Dylan, but you haven't seen this, have you, Rob? Oh, I don't think so. No. Spoiler alert. Two of them are five stars, and one of them is four stars. How out-
2: dare someone give us four stars? This is an outrage, <laughs> I tell you.
0: Well, let's do the five stars first, and we can we can sort of pick a pick apart the four star one if you want. But the first five star is was submitted by Vicky
2: Bradley, writer, <laughs> and in and in no way relation to you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait well, a minute. I- it's it's what we've come to reading out like reviews of the, the podcast family? on and they're done by people's like family and in-laws
0: she's not a blood relative i'm just gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) but she said hilarious and lots of fun five stars love this group of guys chatting retro games and all things 80s and 90s you can tell that they're really good friends and they have such good guests from the past on highly recommended and i don't think she'd lie to me but i think she generally listens to our podcast so thank you vicky thank you and if she doesn't she much. hasn't heard my thank you so they the jokes on her i guess
1: <laughs> why are we reading out reviews and stuff to people
0: who already listen to the podcast because
2: we need to we... reinforce how great we are i'll tell you what speech marks
0: because no you didn't you know how many listeners we get each week we don't get many reviews so do the maths so there's people listening right now going, oh, this is a nice review. Oh, yeah. They're feeling sheepish right now. So I want them, them to get on their phones and then get, get, give, give us those five stars. What do you reckon? There's
2: going to be a glut of reviews now. They, they may not be favorable after what you've just said.
0: Oh, I was being a bit harsh to them, aren't I? A bit, a bit you know, pointing fingers a bit there.
2: It's quantity rather than quality. So if you want to slag us off, go for it. Let's get the numbers up. <laughs> yeah.
0: you know. Well, there's the next five star. He's from Scottish Munsey. Also
2: it, an in-law of Adrian's.
0: Yeah, yeah, my Scottish family. And it, it, the title is That Will Do Nicely. And it says, uh, the, the, I think it's a gentleman. He says here, just like the retro scene, the guys discuss an interview for the podcast. I can, Arcade Attack lets me escape for a while to a friendly, entertaining, highly enjoyable place. Perfect blend of real mates and quality content every week. The sensible soccer of podcasts as opposed Ooh. to Bubsy 3D. Nice. Now, what, what did you say his name was? Uh, Scottish Munsey.
2: There's a guy who always comments on our Facebook channels. Stuart? Is it Stuart Monroe? This is off the top of my head now.
0: Yeah, if it's not, we apologize. But if it's, it is. Stuart,
2: that's you, isn't it? If, that, <laughs> if that's you, you owe us all a pint. All right, so message us, um, Facebook us.
0: And tell us which podcast you think is the Bubsy 3D. No, no, don't. that.
2: <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> yeah, Dish the Dirt. Yeah.
0: Name and shame him. So there you go. We're the Sensible Soccer. Um, are you ready for the four-star review? We're feeling a bit. We're getting um, angry already, aren't we?
2: Well, this is clearly not a family member, is it? I mean, no, no family member would dare give us less than five out of five. Well,
0: exactly. well
1: none not of Adrian's family members. Well, <laughs> well that's <laughs> true.
0: <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan O'Hanarahan, uh, hopefully I'll pronounce that right. Yep, basically. Uh he says bit sorry Brit centric even in a good way. Four stars. A group of mates from London who grew up playing classic console games, chat in-depth about Amiga, Nintendo Wii, and everything in between. Plus interviews with game industry veterans. Focus on UK developed games with Bullfrog, Cygnosis and Rare uh Luminaries making appearances. Great episodes and games I love, but haven't played or sometimes even thought about in decades. Bioforge, anyone? Question mark.
2: So did, was was the star off because of Bioforge? Um, he didn't want to have to think about Bioforge and you forced him to think about
0: it. He was going to give us three stars and he thought, wait a minute, they've done a podcast on Bioforge. No other podcast has ever done that. Let's give him four instead of three.
1: Mm. You know, when you said you were going to talk about reviews, uh, I thought you meant reviews we, we put on the website about games. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, These are, are it. iTunes reviews, mate.
2: <laughs> Adrian likes to throw in the curveballs, you know, that's what he's about. He's like, Adrian's throwing them curveballs.
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. there's people listening going, oh, I don't have iTunes, I don't have Apple, I don't like um Steve Jobs, what I, what, I, what can I do? Um. Well, luckily for you, there's a lovely link called ratethispodcast.com forward slash arcade and Dylan, you tested it.
2: I've tested it and it brings up And you don't have Apple, do you? It brings up loads of apps I don't even have. I've never (laughs) even heard of. It's brilliant. I can (laughs) leave reviews. I can leave reviews on apps, on podcast apps I never even use that people never even use.
0: Exactly. So if you don't have iTunes uh, I don't know. Maybe Dylan can put this in the show notes. It's called ratethispodcast.com yeah, forward slash um, arcade.
2: If you remind and me, because you know if how I heard, I'm prone to forgetting things. But
0: yeah, um, let, we like five know. stars. Four stars are okay if you've got a witty review, but nothing below three, please. Thank you.
2: <laughs> and put some suggestions and every, any any kind of stuff in there. Seriously, we'll read it. We look, we're reading it on the podcast. That's meta. That is. That's... we're reading the review of the podcast on the podcast. <laughs> we are.
0: And you know what? Reviews can be lovely. Even just rate, rating our podcast. Why not? It gets a few more listeners possibly. And, you know, we like to keep getting bigger and better. So anyway, enough enough about patting ourselves on the back.
2: Now that you've all stopped voming, uh, we can <laughs> we can carry on with the show.
0: Right. So there's no order to this, guys. And when i have done a bit of digging around on the old interweb, there's so many myths so many theories, so many crazy ideas about crazy video games that you know what? This might make two pods worth. You never know. We'll see how things go, eh? But are you ready? In no particular order. Number 10. Is this a myth or a real an unbelievable truth? Grand Theft Auto San Andreas had a Bigfoot within the game. Any ideas? Have you heard about this before?
2: Oh, no, I've not. Do, do you mean what, like Bigfoot as in just like, um, like Harry and the Hendersons, like, yeah,
0: one of those just Sas- one,
2: just like, Sasquatch, Sasquatch, just like wandering around the woods.
0: Yeah, in the woods of <sighs> GTA San Andreas.
1: I've not Are heard there that. Wo- Are there woods in that game? I guess yeah. There, like, you go
2: to some kind of rurally bits. I remember there's some um, there's some missions where you're doing stuff like drug dealers, aren't you? And all, mm. that, all that plantations and drug drug plantations. And there, I suppose you get a Sasquatch running about those. You could. Couldn't you? I you, can could. it. you? You could, you could, you could get the jetpack and put the jetpack on the Sasquatch.
0: Could you, you imagine?
2: You, you <laughs> could put Sasquatch in the plane, give him the parachute, and you could be a para, um, what do you call it? Parachuting Sasquatch. Are we liking this? <laughs> well,
0: the, it's a, unfortunately, I like, I like the feelings. It's, it's, it's a myth. It's a big oh. myth, but huge. Loads of people fall, and I'll, I'll explain why in a minute that there was a Bigfoot knocking about, really hard to discover, and there were some crazy mock-ups, pictures, people put them online, and there's a little twist to the tale, but I'll go to that in a minute. But yeah, the game was released in 2004. Wow, can you remember those those days?
2: Those heady days, 16 years <laughs> ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And after it was released, a feature that was previously disabled was discovered. And when gamers were able to use a patch, um, created online to unlock this new feature known as hot coffee uh, it, it basically unlocked a few you know, sort of intercourse mini-games. never really heard of it I don't know if you know about that Dylan but it was a feature that, that was accessed no uh, but after it was discovered uh, the game was pulled and later released with the feature completely removed um, this has started a new hunt for gamers to see what else may be hidden within the game and that's where the Bigfoot sightings started to come about so <laughs> madness and- that,
2: that game is ridiculously big I mean what- Mm. When you think it was in that, uh, that that PS2 era, it was just phenomenally big. And they, the developers and the, the team working on it were hundreds, weren't they? Hundreds of guys working on that game. Madness, yes. So they could, someone, someone, what, d- just because someone hasn't found it yet doesn't mean it's not in there. Oh, I mean, I, I wouldn't
1: be... be shocked if there was a Bigfoot in GTA V.
2: Mm.
0: Well, you kind of ruined my little reveal, Rob. Oh, no. <laughs> my little twist. They could easily well, that's don't... fine. We like, <laughs> we like Rob it. Um
1: <laughs> it Shut was, up Rob. Shut
0: oh, up, um, but yeah, it, it, loads of people said, Oh, I found Bigfoot and it was like, ah, where's picture proof? Like, ah. it, it went pretty crazy. Um so that lots of conflicting reports, but it is not it's gotta be true. and in past interviews with uh, Rockstar members, they've literally said it's never existed. Um but there are rumors it wasn't a, a beta version of San Andreas, but it was never released publicly. Again, they're quite tight lipped about it. But as Rob said, GTA five, or the people making GTA four, well, hang on a minute, that calls a bit of a PR. Let's get let's 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 get Bigfoot into GTA five. Do you guys know how that you can unlock the 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 Bigfoot in GTA five? I guess no, but <laughs> have it, you ever seen it?
2: Is it just through the online version?
0: I think there's a couple of ways, but if you, basically one way is if you complete the game 100%, uh, including all, the, including the last one side missions, you found all the peyote plants. I didn't know there's peyote, peyote plants. Yeah, no. Peyote, sorry. Uh, a golden peyote plant will appear, one in a different location for each day of the week, but only between 5.30 and 8 o'clock in the morning. And you need to find all these golden ones. Um, but if you, if, once you found these, uh, these crazy golden peyotes, you can play as Sasquatch. You can play as Bigfoot. Cool. Um, <laughs> and you can actually drive vehicles. So you can actually drive. You do all
2: the stuff I just said earlier. Yeah.
0: You can use drop weapons. Um, oh and you've got goodness. increased strength as well. But yeah, you need to eat each of the golden pe- peyotes, peyotes in order from Sunday to Saturday for almost a whole, basically a whole week. So you're gonna... um, <laughs> it's ridiculously hard and laborious to do it, but it is possible.
2: There you go. Oh, God. Cool. Can, can you imagine the, 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 ecstasy when you actually un, unlock him? And go, yes! <laughs> <I can laughs> Would be you like that, Squatch? My no, life is complete.
1: That's a different drug. That's a different drug from POT.
2: No, but can you, can you imagine the ecstasy? Not ugh. talking but, about, p- were you POTs? just making a drug pun.
0: Yeah. I, um, there, there was a kind of weird sort of um, head shop in Evesham where our mum lives. And I thought, well, that's quite interesting. I, you know, I'm not really into that sort of stuff, to be, to be honest. Well, why would I be? But my mate, we know Kev, good old Kev. For his birthday, I thought, well, I'll buy him something from there, just for a bit of a laugh. And they actually sold these pe- peyote plants. <laughs> he
2: did have a little peyote, didn't he? Uh, he did. He did. I don't yes, think sir. it did anything. I don't think he, he treated it right or whatever.
0: Well, he told he me that bit. he found, found a Bigfoot. You know, he saw loads of Bigfoot running after him. <laughs> yeah times, so a myth a myth that kind of turned into weird truth there you go that was number 10 um, any final thoughts or are you happy to move on
2: I want yeah. to be sc- Sasquatch now but I'm not doing that there's no way I'm getting GTA 5
0: I'll tell you one game that you do have Final Fantasy 7 Dylan Ooh. and this have you got napkins ready have you got tissues ready because this might m- make you cry a little
2: bit dude I've cried I've cried so much lately but okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, again I, I don't know how to pronounce this lady's name is it Arif? A- Arif?
2: Air, air well it's, this is funny because in a few different versions she's called different things so she's called Aerith I think in the American version but in the uh the UK the PAL version that was over here she's Aeris 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 and she gets and... killed yeah a... Final Fantasy 7 oh, spoiler. Spoiler alert! She gets killed at the end of disc one. I'm guessing you're going to tell me something about that. Is there a way to save her? There, no.
0: Well, I'm sorry, Dylan, but there's, there's been lots of hoo-ha, lots of um, discussions online about secret ways you might be able to save her from dying. <laughs>
1: you,
0: is there any way of doing it? No.
2: There is, abs- this, is, this, is not, this is absolutely not a myth. Go on.
0: Well... It, well, as far as many myths go, there are, there are many rumours that the developers had intended on offering ways to resurrect the character. But in order to meet the launch date set for release, the developers had decided to scrap the idea. Ooh. So they, you're right, it's, it, it's, it's true, you can't save her. Unfortunately, she's dead and buried. Um, how does she die again? Have you got, do you remember?
2: So basically, uh, again, people would have played Final Fantasy VII by now, but <laughs> at the end, there's a bit where she goes missing. Uh, in in the first bit of the game, and you follow her to this place from what it's called now, and she appears just randomly. So you're like, oh, there she is. Let's go and find out if she's all right. Then, the the game's bad guy Roth <laughs> comes jumps down from behind her and gives her the old shoo sword right through the heart. Bam. Yeah. So it's funny because you don't because the characters in the game don't really die so when you're you're when you're playing the turn based combat you just mm. get knocked out it says they get knocked out so if all your characters get knocked out then it's game over but this is like the one bit in the game where the character gets like psh, spliced she is it sad gets
0: spliced. It's Is she spiced. a nice character sad, sad yeah. terrible
2: thing cuz Cause like, cuz cause her and cloud the the main protagonist they get something going on there's like oh will they won't they kind of thing well after that bit obviously they won't Uh, but uh, yeah so he kind of consigns her to the sea and then she kind of drifts away in the water and she's gone
0: and is she a playable character at the start of the game then yeah
2: this is funny so you can can actually so you you get all the, the weapons and equipment and stuff you you put on her you get it into your inventory later mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about any of that but the time you spent on building her up as a character and as it's a waste getting all the, limit, the <laughs> limit breaks and everything it's a waste of time in a way she's good because she's she's like a healer so she like she automatically can like heal everyone in the party whenever she gets mm-hmm. whenever she gets too much damage taken to herself so she's quite useful because no, wow. no other character can is, is like her in the game but yeah they thought oh Oh, this should be good for the story, just to kill off one of you. F- and you, you actually, the f- I remember the first time I played the game, you end up thinking, oh, there's gotta be a way for her mm-hmm. to come back. There's gotta be a way, there's gotta be a way. And then it's only later on after, you know, advent of the, um, the internet that I found out and started really and rehears- uh, really researching it and found out you can't. She's literally, Ooh. she gone. She consigned to the bottom of the sea.
0: I've got it here, she was a flower seller. How yep. can you kill, you can't kill someone who a florist.
2: Come on. <laughs> so she is, no, the, it's, yeah, she's part of this thing called the Setra, and she's got like ancient yeah. blood in her and she's not just a, yeah, she's not like just some flower seller girl. She's kind of integral to the protection of the planet and that's, I've completely lost Rob. Rob, Rob, Rob's just glazed over there. Uh, but this is, you know, it's a good, it's a good game. It's a good game, guys. Don't, you know.
0: Would it be better though, Dylan, if if the developers had another couple of weeks and they brought in some some crazy ideas of bringing her back? Would that make yeah, it the game Better.
2: You know what? That would have been easy for them to do. I think it's it's kind of easy either way. So easy is not to do the work, and then easy is to give the players an out and say, "Oh, everything's gonna be all right. You know, you can get her back. Just leave her be." You know, it was a harsh, it was a harsh bit, and it was a, a vital kind of le- you know learning curve for the. For the main for the main character, so yeah,
1: because still you are very sure that let's say no, there was never never any plans. There was, <laughs> there was... like, uh, do we have a ruling on this? Like. Wh- was there ever kind of a thing age? Well, was just I've has just someone got from hear-
2: SquareSoft actually said, there were, or is just this just kind of someone? This is just internet talk. A group <laughs> has come to a conclusion because it just, yeah,
0: rumors that developers wanted to put some ways of bringing her back from from the dead or saving her, but it never happened.
2: It is. I mean, it just you just feel harsh with the people in, who invest who had her in the party because you can switch around the party members in Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but you people who had her like all the way and like she's like oh yeah Top I'm going to make her the best and like what the hell like yeah. she's she's just been she's just been shot through the heart <laughs> and she's to blame she gave final fantasy a good name
0: yeah, go. yeah 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 <laughs> i like it very good Dylan. um and actually i guess it made the um, the, the villain sephiroth Sep- 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 sephiroth yeah it kind Even of do
2: you know what it did it did, because it kind of made him worse than he actually was cool. as well. you like, just in cold blood, man. In cold blood. Oh, yeah. I'm still right. annoyed. I'm still annoyed. Still, I told you to get the tissues ready. 23 years later. <laughs> oh, you dig out some old wounds you do. Damn you, Mr. Wallet.
0: Maybe they could have done like a sort of prequel to this game, and you can help her like plant flowers, and you know, a bit like a. Yeah, I'm
2: sure people would love to do that.
0: But <laughs> An is... Animal Crossing type of game, maybe. But see,
2: I don't know what they've done with the remake. Mm, I don't, yes, because I've purposely kept myself self away from anything to do with Final Fantasy VII remake. I know, again, friends of the show Waffling Tailors have done a double bill on it, and I was about to listen to it. And I thought, no, 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 I actually want to play. It's only it's only fifty hours of a game. Actually, it's quite small for a PS4 game.
0: So I wonder, yeah, if they thought to themselves, maybe we can try and bring this character back. Do you know? Maybe what?
2: I've heard rumours and da da da. No one's actually talked about it since that you may be able to save her in that. But, <sighs> Boo! But we'll see. I'll play the game and then we'll see. Okay. Well, we'll hold that
0: thought till then. Right. Uh, number eight. This will get. This will get. Rob talking I'm sure and he's he's covered it. Um one of our most popular podcasts by by quite a distance was our Mortal Kombat podcast wasn't it Rob? Uh-huh. And they people loved it. You know, Rob we, say
2: it, Rob say it. Say it. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> now this that's this, like is a, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like pretty. iconic arcade attack Mortal Kombat talk that is Rob just saying <laughs> <"Mortal Kombat!" laughs>
0: exactly I mean that game it ruffles with loads of feathers uh, we've had John Tobias on the pod one of our biggest names on the past and he, he goes into this particular myth uh, in a bit more detail but what, what was the big secret boss in the first Mortal Kombat what was the big sort of discussion oh I've heard this is a secret character in the game do you remember guys oh, I'm, oh. we I spoke about it
2: um, I'll remember is it when uh... is it something related to the coding or something.
0: No, it's, you got your finger too. You're thinking too much. i think it,
2: no. <laughs> oh, what was
1: it?
0: it's, it's a character that you know very well. It's this palette swap of um, Sub
2: Zero and Scorpion.
1: Oh, so Ermac or like yeah, the Ermac no,
2: thing. But then no, are you saying reptile? It's
1: just saying reptile that's it okay
0: everyone knows this but yeah there was, there was big rumours that Ooh, there's not really a reptile character in this game but it took quite a long time apparently for people to discover reptile but he, he obviously um, can be unlocked in the first game he's one of my favourite characters actually yeah uh, I
2: remember the reptile thing because I didn't I didn't believe it I was like you sh- shut up we are talking about reptile you just like put like yellow in the blue and you made green it's exactly making things up man
0: um, do you remember how you can unlock him or I think you no have to, to, no, no, to fight him at least? I don't know if you can play him actually. You got to join remember Rob or I tell you?
1: I, uh, it's been too long. I don't, remember.
0: um, I've just got it here. Uh, you have to decrypt hints and perform a double flawless victory. I'm not sure if it, 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 exactly what that means, but it, that's part of it at least. um, but yeah, I, I, I think he's a great character. And obviously there's um, Noob Sabot, isn't there, and all that. And There's Sabot, like, yeah. look, There's so many secret characters in Mortal Kombat, but just the first one, Reptile, um, really. I've got it here, actually. Mortal Kombat was the first fighting game to introduce a secret fighter reached if the player fulfilled a separate requirements. Um, so what, there, you, there you go, another That's first crazy. Well,
2: It was the first one. Well, it
0: says if you if you meet a certain amount of requirements, but it might be true. If we're wrong, please please correct us, guys. But yeah, pretty cool.
2: Rob, what was the um, Ermac thing? Because that that that's what I'm. That's the one I heard of. We've got
0: something on Twitter about that.
1: Ermac haven't? is please. red. Like I remember, like I think he was meant to be a secret character number two. I've got. Uh,
0: let me have a look at this. So Ermac is a fictional character. Oh god, yeah. Look at me. He looks like a dead zombie sort of person. Um, I
1: think it was just like a red version of like the kind of ninja palette when at the start.
0: Yeah. Rumors over a diagnostics menu listing that displayed the text Ermax and was followed by claims of an alleged glitch in the first game which um, yeah due to growing interest it was actually added to the series <laughs> in Ultimate War Kombat 3 as a red palette swap for Scorpion. Um, there, there you go. go. I, I love it. You know I don't I don't blame John Tobias and Ed Boone for doing that They, they, they people caught on to these ideas they, they caught on these crazy suggestions and you know what why not?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's people... a game that is mysterious at its core so I like kind of the fact there's always the air of mystery about it that gives mm. I guess mm. birth to these kinds of theories.
0: Yeah, love it. Yeah. And it's it's kind of lip service to fans, which I don't think is a bad thing, really, in, in, in that sort of sense. Yeah, um, oh, I love, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat, mate. We've got to do Mortal Kombat 2 soon as a podcast, 2 and 3 possibly.
2: September.
1: Oh, is that it? Why September? Uh, well, it's going to be a year since we did number one. But no, I guess okay. like,
2: We just like doing uh, ad, um, things on the anniversary of Mortal Monday, don't we? Just, we do. This is how we roll now. We just do it every and, year.
0: And do you remember, guys, I teased you because I, I said I got two more Kombat stories, but I only told one in the first podcast. So you guys mm. have been waiting almost a year to hear my second one.
2: God. It's like I'm waiting forever, mate. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, you've got to wait a few more months, yeah, but it will happen eventually. I'm like, um,
1: I'm just, just like uh, how long we had to wait for the last series of Game of Thrones, I'm sure like Adrian's story will be even better than the last series of Game of Thrones. Oh,
0: wow. It's going to be legendary, mate. You know, I I might write a screenplay for
2: it.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) But, but guys, listeners, wait out for that in a few months. All right. Do you want the next? Do you want number seven? The next... Myth slash crazy half truth, crazy conspiracy theory. And again, a little bit of. Prom- pr- God, talk about promoting ourselves today. Um, this this ties in nicely to Dr. David Doker, a great interview you had recently. And there's a. Is there any truth that in GoldenEye on the N64 you can play as all the
1: bonds? Ba ba ba. Hmm. No, I don't think I would have heard about that if that was a real thing, I think. Oh, yeah. It's like it, I was yeah. really into GoldenEye when it came out. I think. I would have remembered. It
2: would have been in the research.
1: You would. Have...
0: It would have been in the research. If you look at the code, you can actually see names like you know character names for all for like Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Sean Connery. There, there is code in there, um, and originally, apparently, it was gonna be, uh, you, there was going to be there was going to be some areas where you, where well, you could play as you can unlock all the other bonds. But why do you think it never made it to the final game?
2: That's a lot of work, I think, isn't it, to get all their faces and get all those other different bonds? Is it just especially
1: since, yeah, especially since we know no one would want to play as Timothy Dalton or George Lazenby.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, harsh!
1: <laughs> I like Timothy Dalton. I love I like Dalton
2: in, yeah, I like Dalton in *Living Daylights*. Obviously.
1: Dalton was terrible. Like he was almost as- Lazenby is the worst, definitely. But Dalton is not far off. Oh. No, it was just so dull.
0: No, I think Dalton's got quite a lot of charisma, actually, Rob. I he quite was, like his
2: moustache. He was dull in Licence to Kill, but then that, that, that film was just dull, full stop. Yeah, I thought he was good in... When, when he first appeared in the old Living Daylights, loved a bit of that.
1: It's too humourless. <laughs> oh, in the same bit, way as... In, like, in the same way as Daniel Craig is not humorous enough, but like I guess Dalton is, in my opinion, better looking than Daniel Craig, so I... And, but he's not as good an actor in the Bond films.
2: And Timothy Dalton pouts less.
1: Yeah, he's not a pouter. He does pout a lot. I don't know. I think he pouts a lot compared to, well, obviously Roger Moore, but I no, think but compared, compared to Daniel to most... Craig. I mean,
2: Daniel Craig is like the pout master. He's like, he's strutting <laughs> in, he's pouting. I'm done, he's Craig, a pout. I'm Bond. <laughs> when are you going to stop, yep. mate? Seriously. Anyway. When he's Bond, licensed to pout.
1: <laughs> 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 After <laughs> the next to film, apparently. Oh,
2: just, uh, just be just, gone. Be gone.
0: Yeah, be like, gone with you. Be gone. My, so, well, I
1: think there is pictures. What was the
2: reason then? Was it licensing? What was it?
0: Yeah, money. Uh, because, which I find a bit odd because odd job and stuff like that. There were some faint jaws there in the game. But I think um, Rare were a little bit mm, sceptical. thought If we bring in like Sean Connery, Tim, uh, Roger Moore, they might ask for royalty payments. And would and, uh, you reckon that it's, it comes down
1: to money? Likenesses. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Well I mean as we established in the GoldenEye episode, which you're free to look up if you listen to this, <laughs> uh, the multiplayer kind of game was only added at the last minute. Mm. There was never kind of any intention to have the multiple players in the first place. So I'm guessing timing may also have come into it. Yeah. Like I can maybe assume, yeah. give it like another month or two you might have had something there, but it just didn't really work out that way.
0: And of course, Mr. uh, Dr. Doak himself reveals a bit more on the ballot in the podcast as well. So there you go. We're proper promos today, aren't we? We're We're, we're,
2: we're doing that thing. Like, you know, when you've got a web article and you kind of have to link to loads of in, like, like, like local pages and then loads of external pages. We're doing that, but in a podcast. Before you go, before you go to the
0: next uh, myth, can you give us a five star review, please?
2: (laughs) please? Please give us five star review. This this podcast sponsored by Castrol GTX. <laughs> oh,
1: no, oh, no sorry, that's not right how there. you do it. You have to, if you're going to advertise, it, you have to go like, uh, "Man, when I have to do this thing, I go for fictional product. Like, <laughs> I just got a load of fictional product in, and me and my me and my wife slash husband slash partner slash housemate, slash whatever use it all the time." It's, I never thought I'd be able to live... I never thought I'd, I'd use, like, Product X. But, man, Product X has changed my life. And blah blah blah, 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 blah. Let me redo
2: that. Let me do that. So, Castrol <laughs> GTX. I put it on my chips. I put it on my <laughs> burgers. I put it on my fish and chips. I love it. Castrol GTX. How's that?
0: That is perfect. I mean, people are listening right now going, wow. These guys are <laughs> professionals. I've <haven't laughs> guys...
1: some Castle GTX all over my chips.
2: Castle GTX. I mean, they're clearly using it in the right way for motor oil.
0: All right, guys, I've got a scenario for you. Picture the scene: talking about promoting, advertising, talking about getting that sort of big windfall cash. Imagine you woke up and you turned into some amazing NFL football player, and John Madden <laughs> came to you and says, "I like the cut of your jib, Rob, and/or Dylan." Would you want to be on the cover of our next Madden game? What would you say to that?
2: Uh, I'd say, give me that cash. I'm there.
0: You would say, give me the cash, but you'd be worried. Why would you be worried?
2: Because it's a, called a Madden game, and I'll be in the Madden- the front of a Madden game. Am I Madden?
1: What if the game sucks? What if it's the first bad Madden But it's a people associated with you forever?
2: Well,
0: worse than that, apparently, if you appear on the cover of a John Madden game, you are cursed for the next season. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: They're they're oh, actually sick. saying this is funny, right? They're actually saying that Pat Mahomes is the first one not not to have the curse on him because well, yeah. he um obviously he's, he he's just won the Super Bowl, just won the Super Bowl, uh, half a year ago won the Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, he's they saying I remember I I know this now the Madden so, curse. So everyone is yeah. So like well, the players, I think like. Rob Gronkowski uh, quit, didn't he? I don't think... I've got,
0: I've got a, few here, a few names here, Dylan. Shall I go through a few? Yeah, there's um, a few. Go on. CBS Sports, they did an article. Like, I don't think they do many articles of video games, but they went through all the Madden games with a player on the cover. And I, I'm sorry I'm going to have to slightly... Well, I don't know. You, have to, you may fight back, Dylan. But over the last 18 years, 18 Madden games or whatever, 13 of the people have had some sort of curse or bad luck. So 13 of, that's a big, that's still a big rotor, isn't it? Do you want to hear a few of the more crazy ones? Yeah, Again, go on. I, I, th- I so, think
2: I can remember some of them, but yeah, go on.
0: So in 2000, uh, Detroit Lions, right RB, right back. We yeah, just call it the Hector Bellarim roll. So Barry Sanders, <laughs> Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders. So Sanders <laughs> is one of the greatest running backs to play the game, a oh, running back to play the game, but his abrupt, unexpected and controversial retirement came in July 1999. Meaning he never set foot on the field after landing on a Madden game so that's a pretty bad curse isn't it
2: that's really bad like that that's that's like not even just not winning the super bowl that's actually (laughs) like just not
0: appearing yeah it's like oh Messi, will you be on the fifa next year yep but i'm not playing next year see you (laughs) there um in 2004 i haven't gone through all of them but in 2004 atlanta falcons QB quarterback You're back,
2: now quarterback. I know what go,
0: talking about go. Michael Vick. So in the game, Vick was unstoppable. Oh, no, not Michael Vick. Yeah, <laughs> Michael
2: Vick was see, this. We did all the part. we did all the um the animal Dog fighting. fighting. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, yeah. It says here he was unstoppable, unmatched speed on the field. Despite exploding to see his number one pick, a fractured fibula less than a week after the game's release sidelined him for all but five games. Four years later, he was in
1: jail. Bah, bah, bah. I don't yeah. know why he was in jail. No,
2: because but... of the, the dogfighting thing. Was it, was it
1: dogfighting, Rob? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. it was dogfighting, yeah. I've tried
2: to like, wipe that from my memory, but I remember everyone kicking off about it when he did that. Oh. Silly boy. Yeah.
0: Who let the dogs out, eh? Um, he did.
2: 20... He kept them, in, he kept them <laughs> indoors.
0: <laughs> and that, We've got someone here. 2014, a Minnesota Vikings RB. Um, Another running Ad- back.
2: There you go.
0: Running back, Adrian <laughs> Peterson. We like Adrian Peterson.
2: Because he's called did
0: Adrian. We... But Well, yeah, but let know. Do we like him? If Johnson shouted... Well, yeah, Pete... So apparently the curse was broken the year before, but Peterson helped reignite it in 2013. Uh, fresh off his sixth 1,000-yard season and two years removed from, from a historic 2,000-yard uh, campaign, he missed all but one game after being in, indicted on... Oh, no, we don't like him, on child abuse charges. Ooh. Yeah, so cursed.
2: That's not really cursed, is it? That's him just being a dick,
0: being a dick. Being a dick, yeah. So, sorry about the language, but yeah, we don't like For Adrian For a running kids. back,
2: that's mad. Two thousand yards in one in is one it? season is like that's crazy good. That's just amazingly good. Yeah.
0: Well, we don't like him still. Okay. Um, how about New England Patriots? Uh, TE. What's the TE?
2: Uh, tight end. You're talking talk about <laughs> Rob. Rob. Yes, yes, tight end. You're going to talk about <laughs> Rob. Rob Gronkowski now, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I am going to. I, you, you help me fill this in. So, five time pro baller. Uh, was coming off another double-digit touchdown season in 2016, but he missed virtually all the Patriots' first four games with a hamstring injury. Then finished with just six starts due to a herniated her- 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 disc and other injury issues. Just really cursed, massive injuries.
2: I think that yeah. might have been when he quit because, like him and Tom Brady, just won yeah, five, what five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five Super Bowls, and um, I think Brady's ended up with six. But yeah, like Gronkowski, literally just went there. Eh, I've had enough. But he's come back. This he's he's coming back this season. I think he well, went, he went off to do some wrestling. I don't, I don't know. This is I I just don't pay attention. I think he went off to like be in WWE or something.
1: I and think he made it. Made- Guest appearance? Yes. Or how recently was this?
2: I don't know, but I've got because I think he loves wrestling. So I think people were saying, "Oh, he's going to become a wrestler now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of let him off do that. He's a bit like like tight ends have to be big guys. They've got a block and they've got to go and like try and catch the ball as well. They've got to do a lot of stuff. So they're, they're big guys. They're like big big guys. But yeah, I see. Oh, screw that. He's coming. He's going to come play. Um, he's coming back to play for Tampa Bay. With Brady, oh. so Brady and him are going to be at um, Tampa this year. So that's going to be good. That's going to be a good one. That is. And um,
0: no Jaguar players are mentioned there. Just saying.
2: <laughs> we haven't had many. We haven't had many good ones over the years. Let's be <laughs> honest. We haven't had many superstars. We haven't had many I mean, like top first round picks. Really.
1: See, uh, for me, I don't think that's even really a curse. Like you're talking about, kind of like media curses. Superman is the biggest one of all. You know, you guys know about this, right? Spill the beans, Rob. Superman on, like, uh, TV or movies is a cursed show, is like a cursed kind of property. Oh, how come? uh, Basically, like, Great Misfortune comes to, I think, has come to most of the people who've been involved over the years with Superman, either on TV or in movies. Like... uh, Basically, like, kind of going through the list. Like, uh, Kirk Allen played him in the 1940s. Got Alzheimer's. Uh, like, George Reeves played him, like, in the Superman, like, uh, kind of TV show. that uh, De- like, either killed himself or was killed by, like, uh, kind of an executive uh, of, like, Hollywood executive at a young age, uh, because he was, he was apparently sleeping with the executive's wife. Christopher Reeve, obviously, uh, fell off the horse, uh, got disabled, like, died quite young. Like Lee Quigley, uh, the, like the baby who played Superman uh, when he was a baby in like the, the original film, died at the age of fourteen of solvent abuse. Like going through the supporting act- actors, like Margot Kidder was Lois Lane in the original films, got bipolar, mm-hmm. uh, died supposedly of suicide. Richard Pryor uh, got multiple sclerosis not long after uh, being in uh, wow. Superman Three. Like uh, you know, kind of uh, just a lot of the people involved in it, even going down to people like Kevin Spacey who no longer has a career. or <laughs>
2: right, Alison yeah.
1: Mack who no longer has a because you know, she was in that weird Hollywood sex cult. It's like NXIVM or something. There was this kind of you, you guys know about that, right?
2: No. I like, don't I don't know if that, now's the time to talk about that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> there's this,
1: like kind of weird like kind of sex cult where apparently she like Alison Mack was um Lana Lang in Smallville and apparently like there were kind of various other Smallville actors who were on the outside of that. But, uh, yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, that's a, we'll see, that's a curse. Yeah,
2: we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Or just people, yeah. I mean, the Richard Pryor thing's really sad, isn't it? Um,
0: yeah. But. but, yeah, so Madden, don't go
2: on the cover. Don't go on the cover. Yeah, I think even people are saying, like, in, in later seasons, there's a guy who played for the Steelers, and there's some other ones recently. I don't know, as well. But they're saying that, ooh, Pat Mahomes is all right, because he was on Madden he 20. He broke it. And he's won the, he's won the Super Bowl. So, He's happy. We're happy.
0: He's happy. Isn't it? Yeah. Um I just thought I just googled it and thought it, it was a FIFA curse and apparently there is some <laughs> reports no. that you shouldn't appear on the FIFA boxes. This Eric is kind Thors- of a
1: No. Eric!
0: <laughs> why Eric? I haven't got Eric down actually. Why is he cursed? Explain to them.
2: No, he's fine. I think he had a pretty good career with Spurs in the end, even when he was on the even when he was on the front cover of FIFA.
1: Are you saying it's less about being cursed and not being very more about not being ah. very good?
2: I don't even know how he made it on there anyway.
0: Well, anyway. I've got a few here on the FIFA. So David Beckham was on the FIFA Road to World Cup 98 and he what? famously mm. had quite a bad World Cup. <laughs> he, he lashed out in Diego Simeone. Oh he god, he yeah, got remember?
2: sent off and stuff, didn't he? Yeah, um, didn't, go, didn't go well. The
0: Berg, the Bergkamp, the Iceman Man himself, the non-flying Dutchman. He actually appeared on the FIFA 99 cover. And he had quite a good season, actually, for Arsenal that year, but he did miss that infamous penalty against Manchester United. And then your favourite Welsh son, Ryan Giggs, went up and scored that worldie, the other <laughs> side. So, yeah, he, and actually, since that penalty miss, he never took another penalty in his whole career, Dennis Bergkamp. Ooh. Yeah, it gosh. affected him that much. Uh, F- Fernando Morientes, Rob's favourite. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, he played
1: for Liverpool? No, <laughs> like a season.
2: Rob, like, Rob likes anyone who's barely played for Liverpool. So there you go. No, that,
1: that's you, Mr. Forest legend. <laughs> yes, there's a
2: running joke that I call anyone who's slightly paid for forest the forest legend. Aaron Ramsey, Forest yeah. legend. John Terry. John Terry. <laughs> no, similar, boo. Half a season, I think we had John Terry. Yeah. Oh
0: well, good old Fernando. He appeared on the two thousand and five cover alongside Patrick Vieira and Andre Shevchenko. Obviously Morientes was the better player. <clears throat> um <laughs> But he had a terrible season. The next one, he had a terrible season. He just scored six goals in thirty-six games. Um, hardly FIFA cover quality. Um, yeah. And uh, Wayne Rooney, FIFA two thousand and six. He appeared. Then the next year, he broke his metatarsal and had a bit of a stinker. Oh god! Uh, do you remember that whole that
2: metatarsal?
0: Part
2: oh, god. Of it?
0: oh yeah. What is a metatarsal?
1: What is the metatarsal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God,
2: there was a What, what is the metatarsal everywhere? Oh, I dude. think
0: there was a pitch. I think it was in the Sunday's there I might be wrong where they showed a picture of Rooney's foot. He had to rub it for good luck. Make his foot better.
2: <sighs> I know they, How did, much? they did that, didn't they? I think it sounds like something the sun would do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, since his name came up, what do you think of the Aaron Ramsey cur- curse? Arsenal fan oh, Adrian yeah. and Welsh Dylan.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a bit sad. I actually Google that when you're talking about um, mm. the Superman. And there's a quite infamous curse when Aaron Ramsey scored a goal, unfortunately, a well-known celebrity would die uh, hours later. And it's, I, you know, I, I think it's a bit crass to read out some of these names, but I can read out one of them because you know no one really cares about this guy, Osama bin Laden. He did die a few hours, a That's few days. That's why people later.
2: were like in your face. Aaron Ramsey did it to you, mate. He did it, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't want to read out the other names. I think that's a little bit insensitive. But unfortunately, it was a bit of a curse whenever <laughs> Theo Walcott scored a goal. Aaron Ramsey even, sorry. Yeah, because
2: Aaron Ramsey scored more goals than Theo Walcott. Uh, no, nah, Theo scored. Anyways, let's yeah. get off the football discussion. But uh, Simon
1: uh, was an Arsenal fan. Does that not... Let's not <laughs> talk about that. Actually, There's, there's is Arsenal
2: besmirching. Let's move on, eh? Apparently
0: guy. he did go to a few games, but we don't. We still don't like him. He's not welcome anymore. But
2: anyway,
1: <laughs> well, he's dead. How could he be welcome? <laughs> the, ghost of, the ghost. of Osama bin Laden well, up have the to empty put an stadium. Adult
2: themes, I'm going to have to put an adult themes. warning on this pod, aren't I? I'm going to leave uh, this all in. I'm, I'm obviously going to leave this all yeah,
0: in. But... no, actually, because a few few of the games later, a few of the miss later and what not are a little bit cheeky. So you better do that, as you, Dylan. Yeah. Word of warning, guys. If you think so far it's been a little bit cheeky, it's going to get cheekier. Ooh. Imagine one cheeky girl and t- times it by two. that's how, you that's saying how...
1: you are the cheeky boys?
0: Yes, basically. Yeah. But I'll tell you one cheeky boy, and I don't know how this happened, Jordan Henderson also appeared on the FIFA cover in 2016.
1: He's
0: done um, right. Well, people actually voted for him to be on the front cover of FIFA 2016.
1: How? I don't even know. Liverpool fans vote a lot in those public kind of things. That's why almost every goal of the month competition is won by a Liverpool player. Yeah. Right. Should we move on to myth or crazy,
0: crazy truth uh, game number five? You ready for this? Ooh, oh, yeah. Really?
1: We're talking about games. We're top five. <laughs> yeah. we're <laughs> Tangent. Yeah. Five.
0: By the way, there's no kind of, oh, this is the most crazy. I've just plucked it out of the air. These are just 10 random ones. So it's not like, oh, number one's a balls. But anyway, sorry. That's kind of ruined people's expectations. Oh, yeah. But...
2: Yeah. We're totally not doing that. These are just 10 myths.
0: Why are you going to reverse order? Just to add a bit of excitement and
2: spice. Yeah. Spice. <laughs>
0: Now, can you play as Rebecca Chambers in Resident Evil 2?
1: No. (laughs) Do you host the Resi 2 one? No,
2: yeah. I can't remember seeing anything like that. Is Rebecca Chambers in Resident
0: Evil 2 at all, full stop?
2: I know she's definitely in Resident Evil 0, Mm -hmm. because you have a good time playing as her in in Resident Evil 0. Is she in 2? I can't remember. I can't even remember if she does like a little kind of cameo thing in it. Wow. They might. They might talk about her. I can't remember. I mean, it's been a while since I played Resi 2. You can't play as
0: her. You can't even really see her properly. But there is an interesting Easter egg related to her in the game. If you is go it to Albert, no, close. If you go to Albert Wesker's desk, where's Albert Wesker's desk? I don't know. I've just study? I've just got it here. Maybe that's in the police station or something. But and if you search it fifty times in a row, oh, the
2: stars! To... Yeah, there's a stars office. Stars. There's a stars <laughs> office in um in the precinct. And yeah, you yeah. Can go in there and kind of like tr- go through go through all of their um.
0: Could you imagine, Dylan? You're in a police office. You you, you snuck into Alan, Albert Wesker's uh, office. You see his desk and you open it fifty times in a row. How weird would that be?
2: I mean, you'd be a weirdo. Let's be honest. If you started going into people's people's rooms and started opening their drawers 50 times, or you'd but have, to have chronic have, OCD. But what if
1: you're one of those people where if you don't do it, someone <laughs> will die?
2: That's what I said, if you have chronic OCD, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, is it a photo? Oh, I'm remembering this now. Is it a photo? Oh, yeah. If
0: you search you get it a 50 film. times in a row. If you get a
2: you... film, ah, I'm remembering this now. You can get a little film, and then you develop yeah. it, and then on the photo, you see Is
0: Rebecca. dressed as?
2: Rebecca Chang, I don't know. Who in her
0: base, sorry, basketball uniform.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. don't remember that, but I remember. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, I've got a picture. It's quite a, quite a nice photo of her, to be fair. But there you Aww. go. Um, and this is great. Look at this. In 2001, toy maker Moby Dick, they produced an action figure of Rebecca in the Resident Evil 3 Nemesis series. Oh. Does that, does that make sense to you? Now, why is she in Resident Evil? I don't
2: remember her being in Resident Evil Three.
0: <laughs> she never appeared in it. Um, but apparently, the figure is actually based on the character's dis- depiction in the cancelled N64 version of Resident Evil Zero. But they just lumped her in as a character for the Resident Evil Three game uh, line.
2: Okay, all right then. God, mate, that's a whole lot of confusing stuff you chucked <laughs> ch- ch- my way about Rebecca Chambers. This is this is, <laughs> this is this is this is too much, and I haven't got Keith for backup. We didn't do our oh. Keith's here.
0: I know, Keith would have known. He would be like, yeah, 50 times, move on, hurry up, mate.
2: <laughs> Keith's fast asleep, mate. He's fast asleep right now. We're talking Resident Evil and he's fast asleep. He's missing out.
0: But when he's listened to his pod, he'd
2: be like, whoa, I knew that fact. How did I not know it? He's angry yeah. right now, He's gonna, he's, he's coming around my house to slap me around the fish, slap me around the face with a fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: um let's get a little bit darker um i don't like to bring the tone down but this is this is quite a sad myth slash maybe some there's a little bit of tr- mm, well, let me explain there's All conspiracy th-
1: theories are dark
2: adult themes yeah I think,
1: yeah this I is think a bit of an adult kind thing. of
2: myth thing is quite adult themes that's what we yes that's what we're doing well, exactly right now. yeah
0: now have you guys heard of the pokemon lavender town syndrome
2: <laughs> no i've heard of lavender town
1: what uh, <laughs> You
0: know what? Lavender Town's a really interesting place in Pokemon world. Why? Why is it quite different to most places?
1: It's one of the many, many games I've never played. So, <laughs> Dil, <deal. laughs> no, yeah. loca- no, it's a location, Robin, in the games. Lavender yeah, Town. I, I was aware of that. Yeah,
2: Lavender Town is is Ash is Ash Ketchum's hometown, isn't it? It it's is and Ash, well, Town. I think. So it, basically, I think you're right. You're, you're basically the games. I think a lot of the games start there, don't they?
0: And again, I think this is only in the earlier Pokemon games, but apparently it's one of the very few places where um, Pokemon can actually die. Eh? Yeah. We're getting dark. I told you we're getting dark, Dylan. Oh. But that's not not the syndrome. I'm not Uh, prepared
2: for this today. What?
0: I know. Sorry, dude. Uh, But yeah, Lavender Town is is basically a giant graveyard run by ghosts and mediums. And... um, apparently when the game was first released there's a, i
2: googling it right uh, i'm googling it right now do you know what i mean
0: outside of being unsettling for children um there, there was a soundtrack they put in the game i think this was the first original pokemon games and the soundtrack the myth goes that this the japanese version of the game a high-pitched sound was included in the town's theme music where it made kids go crazy and again Ooh. Again, um, if if there's little kids listening now, maybe switch off the pod, because it is going to get a little bit dark now, and I don't want to upset anyone. So three, two, one, if you're still listening, apparently this myth says, this, you know, over 100 children commit suicide after hearing this song, Um, but it would be covered up along with changing the tone for release of the game outside of Japan, so it's all swept up.
1: That is such um, bullshit. That is such, like, a kind of... A creepy pasta like level kind of like Slenderman thing. There's no way that's <laughs> remotely real. You're laughing, Dylan. Tell him off for laughing.
2: I'm just reading about it now. Oh, <laughs> so These creepy pasta things. Obviously, you know, you do you. You have to take them with a not not just a pinch of salt, but the whole bloody pot, you know. But um,
0: this is well. Can I? We, shall I bring you out your misery?
2: This is sad. I mean, if this that, that's actually true, and I can't remember. I played like Pokemon Red and Blue and I cannot remember.
0: You played the PAL version, mate. Come on.
1: Yeah, if you, if you played the no, Japanese but I had version, the hat. you killed yourself. Have you not, have you not I played
2: all the, I played all the naughty ROMs that, that might not have been, <laughs> that might not have been the PAL version. You know what I mean? Like,
0: well, well, luckily and happily, Rob's completely right. It's a myth. It's a load of rubbish. Load, oh, oh. load of rubbish. But, Interestingly, and this is this is again, there is some, there is definitely truth in this story linked to Pokemon. This is not well on um, what happened on December the sixteenth, nineteen ninety seven. It wasn't not very partic- It's linked to Pokemon. Hmm. A certain episode was shown.
1: Ooh, reg- the sex—the one they had to cut out the bit because it was like too sexual, right?
0: Nope, 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 nope. Okay, I don't know what <laughs> episode you're talking about, but the episode was called Electric Soldier. Uh, Porygon.
1: Oh, the one it, that gave on seizures.
0: Yes. <laughs> they yeah. showed this episode, and it was quite a nice episode. Apparently it was a good episode, but apparently over 700 children were taken to hospital after watching this episode. Um, basically, so Ash and his friends, they travel inside a Pokeball transmitter machine. Its story and premise are innocent enough. The machine is broken, and the kids embark on an adorable little cyberspace adventure to fix it. What caused all the problems were the animation techniques employed in the episode. There comes a point around 20 minutes, so right near the end of the episode, where Pikachu uses his lightning attack to block some missiles. Because these are virtual missiles and Pikachu is currently residing in Pokemon's version of cyberspace, a regular ex- explosion just won't look right. So the animators use a rapid strobing technique oh, that flashed red and blue lights yeah. on the screen to make the explosion look virtual. Um, so something you might see in Tron or lawnmower, man, and, you know, it, it really, really caused loads of issues. Loads of children across Japan were struck down with various ailments. Uh, some kids passed out, blurred vision. Others felt dizzy, nausea. Uh, and you're right, some of the more ex- extreme was quite bad seizures, actually, and temporary blindness. I don't think anyone died. With that. I think yeah. programs
2: are generally pretty careful with that, aren't they? If there's any kind of strobe lighting effects or anything like that, they do, there's a bit of an epilepsy warning uh- um beginning of programs yeah do you know what, three, i actually it? i a- ashes from palletown not lavender ah, not lavender ta- sorry pokemon fans sorry
1: pokemon <laughs> yeah. fans i do you know i read about this a while back uh, probably a few years ago and I looked, I looked it up on youtube you can find the clip on youtube there's obviously a warning attached to it it didn't give me a seizure but i could see why we give other people seizures and well, yeah. a little epilepsy, bonus bit so. of a uh, little bonus bit of trivia for you that scene was what was uh, what inspired the scene in The Simpsons where they go to Japan. Yeah, and they're I mean, like the watching the, the, the Japanese yeah, cartoons. And the some seizures. Yeah. Oh wow!
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a great it's a great story, but also a bit stupid. And I like I, we Dylan, we're fans of the Pokemon cartoon, aren't we? We we, we can watch it.
2: Oh mate, right. I love that cartoon. Like, so when,
1: when are one of you going to do uh, an episode about it? on, uh, I mean, where do you even start with Pokemon? I know, poke that's
0: about a 10-episode series, isn't it? I
1: mean... Don't you mean a 10-series series?
0: That's like his own podcast. That'd be it's the, like his the like
1: own
2: podcast. We're not going to yeah,
1: do that's a that's I'm
2: asking. Podcast. When it, when it, when it, you can do it in one episode. No, I can't do it, man. There's too
1: much. Speak out.
2: Speak out. Great.
0: I'm going to well, have to do it you, again. You know, ash lives in lavender town so we were pretty smart oh, aren't we? <laughs> no, we're
2: like, we're like, ash is from lavender town where all the did anyone, actually, die.
1: Did, did anyone actually did any of the kids actually die uh what like watching the thing i haven't i haven't got
0: that here I, I don't think so but i might be wrong hopefully hopefully not but again that's so i you know that that crazy myth was a fake but unfortunately it's probably based on some reality regarding the cartoon episode at least pretty mad oh, Right now, uh, Dylan, if you get any lawyers phoning you, put them on block. Put them, just chuck up, just don't answer the phones. Do you? Why?
2: But no, we need to use it for PR. <laughs> any kind of lawyers come our way, we're using that for PR. What? What? Well,
0: what's happening? You might have Al Nielsen ringing you soon because we're going to uh, talk Sonic free.
1: we We're talking Sonic free.
2: <laughs> we talked about how this could kick us in the in the in, but, in the look, region. Again,
1: we're not going to get sued for talking about something that everyone on the internet <laughs> has talked about. Yeah, because we're not here. Yeah, and years. we're not,
2: that's true. And we're not, we weren't subject to the, um, what they called, Rob? The things that NDA? shut you up. Non disclosure yeah. agreement. You haven't N- N- signed anything. Of yeah, we, we, have, we not. haven't signed anything. Or have I? No, I haven't signed
1: anything. Ba-ba-ba. Well, I haven't, so I'm going to go ahead.
2: Michael Jackson did the Sonic 3 music. <laughs> How could you say that? I've Why just would you, said it. You know, everyone knows I've just
1: that. I've inform- Like, the information is out there on the internet. There's like, too um... many links.
2: There's too many links for it not yep. to be true. I mean, it's just... this. Like this, but Adrian,
1: this is your show like uh on, once yeah. you're done yeah
0: well i've got here again we're using the word rumors we're saying rumors we're putting i rumors. heard a
2: rumor <laughs> sorry had to <laughs> but on the, armor
0: in there. the the myth has not gone away this myth is mad the story goes that michael jackson huge fan of sega was actually bought in i think he was given them um, he worked with near the game uh i mean he was given like sega games for their release and stuff he had a big Affiliation with, with Sega, well, and they said. The well, thing I- as
2: well, isn't it? It's not as if he's like a stranger to Sega, is it? Mm. Mm. Just, anyway, apparently he,
0: he there's rumours that he composed the music for the Cap and Carnival Night Zones, the Ice Cap zone. uh, Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, he also was involved apparently with the end credit music as well. Yeah,
1: which was later used because Sonic Three came out in 1984. I want to say, like, yeah. uh, which was, like the basically the end credits music is almost identical to Stranger in Moscow. Mm. Like one of the singles from history, the album that came out the following year.
2: Yeah. Those are like, those are like the best, they're like my favourite tracks on on the soundtrack, actually, as well. Yeah? Yeah. King of Pop man. King of Pop did that. No one
0: can deny how he's he's a talented musician. And why do you think there's such
2: a pain getting Sonic 3 on any of the Mega Drive collections? Mm. It's on zero collections.
1: Do you know what age? Like you kind of said, it was just those three. But the like I remember reading that he actually did the entire thing, was working on the entire Whoa. thing. Yeah. But uh, people kind of like mentioned those two because Ice Cap sounds a bit like Smooth Criminal, and Carnival Nights and Music sounds a bit like Jam. In my mm-hmm. opinion, the best song in Dangerous, the album Dangerous.
0: Yep, yeah. Yes, yeah, a good song. Um, why? Why is it not like completely concrete that he did it? And why, why? Apparently. Was was it not released that Michael Jackson was involved? There's apparently two rumours or two ideas why why they kept it quiet.
1: Now, this I, I think do not because know. he he didn't complete it,
0: so it wasn't kind of official. Close, yeah. One one suggests that he simply wasn't happy. Michael Jackson wasn't particularly happy with the end product, and he just asked for his name to be removed. So I guess he didn't want his music uh, legacy to be tarnished. I don't think it would have been in that sense. But there you go. But the other one did suggest that Sega pulled the plug on naming him purely because at the time he had some negative press surrounding him. So there you go. Ooh.
2: What? That, that would went. be
1: hard. Well, look, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Mm. Uh, you know, like I just been like looking this up while you were talking about it. And yep. there's at least one Sega exec, a uh, guy called, by the name of Roger Hector, who <gasps> worked in Sonic three, who has confirmed that he, d- Jackson did kind of do the sound. Ooh. Like he was given the game. And like he was composing stuff for it. Ooh, we should try and get him on the podcast, shouldn't we? <laughs> cool. Also, apparently, three of the six composers in the Sonic Three credits, one of whom was Michael Jackson's musical director, Brad Buxton. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the other
2: link, isn't it? There are people actually like involved in MJ's music. Music, so like, uh, okay, there's a few too many, few too many correlations here. But yeah, I'd love Late, it to be like... true. I love. It'd be nice if uh, if it kind of went, you know, if. If, uh, MJ's estate went, Hey, come on, get him back in. <laughs> come on, put, put yeah. Sonic 3 in all of those, in all of those collections. Come on. It deserves it.
0: I thought I'd chuck this out here. This is quite funny, actually. Apparently, again, this is all a bit of a rumor, but in 2009, just after he died, was it 2009
2: he died? It's been a long 2008. time. 2008? About yeah. 10
0: years, yeah. Um, there was, there was work on a, a Michael Jackson MMO. What's an MMO?
2: A multi.
0: A massive, multi-
2: massive multiplayer online, online, online game.
0: game yeah. A little bit like a Warcraft game. And you could actually... Uh, apparently, I, I haven't seen this, but I think there's a couple of screenshots released. It might be completely fake, but you could literally sort of um, create a character, mimic the moves of the King of Pop, um, live a crazy lifestyle. Um, you could live like a virtual world for Michael Jackson fans in a really crazy Planet Michael. It's going to be called Planet Michael.
1: What do you mean to that? Well, I I can't understand why that never got released.
2: (laughs) I've heard about it, Planet Planet Michael. Now that you say that, I think I've heard some kind of rumours about that. That'd be pretty cool. Come on.
1: I don't know. I feel feel like I would like to interact with adults at some point, instead of just 12-year-old boys. (laughs) (laughs) Adult
0: themes. Adult themes. (laughs) Adult themes. Oh, wow. Talking about adult themes, this is certainly where... If you've got children, if you've got, you've got like, "Mm, my children can take, no, this is Dylan, man. Because we've said,
2: we've said this podcast contains adult themes. So, the disclaimer disclaimer is there, Adrian. You go for it, mate. You (laughs) go for
0: it. Fine. Is is there any truth in this crazy myth that Half Life 2, big fans, was originally going to feature a killer sex robot monster? I hope so. Well, not robot monster. Replace the word robot with monster. It feels
2: like the kind of thing that Valve would do. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, man. I say that's true. It's completely true. Wow. I've seen pictures. There is a, um, a, a monster. Ooh, I'm Googling
2: that right now. What? <laughs> and
0: dubbed. Half-Life 2. Sex monster. Sex
1: See, monster. this is the point where you should have suggested it didn't, didn't get the tissues out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I won't be Dry crying. Dry your tears for Arif. I will be
2: crying. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, no, I am. Definitely gonna be crying about that. Oh, dear.
0: and it's the the, the it part of your body. It was oh. dubbed Mr. Friendly. So, the sex monster in Half Life 2 was dubbed Mr. Friendly. He ain't too friendly. <laughs> Mr.
2: friendly he
0: how do I like say this? Cockroach. Um, use your imagination. What, imagine that he's a sex monster, and he, how would that sex monster try and kill you in Half Life 2? And you've probably got your answer.
2: By just like humping your leg?
0: Yeah, like a friendly little dog. You little scam, get off you. Um, it, oh wow, have you seen the pictures? Like a misshapen beast, back legs of a horse, the torso of a human, the head of an alien, and these massive long elongated arms, long like long weird legs. Things. Um, weird.
2: Guys, don't don't Google it and then go to Google Images. Please do not, because you'll see yeah. things I think is that Alex? You don't wanna see you don't wanna see these things. Or maybe you do. Maybe this is the kind of thing you're into. You right. do. It you
1: basically know. looks like um an HR Geiger thing, but like it's kind of like an animal where the head is an ass and the ass <laughs> hole has teeth.
0: It's not, it's not nice. Uh, but it didn't, obviously it was, it was worked on. It was pretty grotesque. Um, it was an idea by Gabe Newell, uh, you know, the steam guru himself, but it just didn't go, go in in the end. Um, Maybe this is a little bit too unsettling. I'm
2: possibly. closing this window. I am closing. I'm closing it down. It needs to be expunged. It needs to be expunged. expunged.
0: Can you imagine like a spin-off game, Half-Life Alex? But this is Half-Life Sex Monster.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. this is not good. I mean, <laughs> no. For
0: some,
1: re- some reason the horrific Sex Monster didn't turn up in the games.
0: <laughs> so is is, a, is there some truth in that myth? It's a true. It's a true story.
2: Truth. That's madness.
1: Pure have madness. you guys
0: liked those crazy ten myths and or crazy truths? Have you enjoyed it?
1: We're through the ten already. Well, oh. got
0: one more. We have got one okay. more.
1: Nice. Ooh, um, it, I
2: mean, it's it's been a roller coaster, Adrian. It has been a roller coaster. <laughs> there's been tears. There's been lost everything. We've had everything. <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. <laughs> we've laughed. We've cried.
2: We've got the tissues out. <laughs> yeah
0: yep well let's finish on a high because this is arguably the most famous video game myth of all time i'm sure you guys have heard of it it's it's cropped up in popular culture quite a few times uh i think you can see it in, in episodes of the simpsons now and then and, and so forth uh it's an arcade machine one of the most infamous famous arcade machines that never or did it exist can you guys remember what i'm talking or can you have a guess uh, what I'm talking about?
2: i know what you're talking about does rob know rob probably knows Does rob know
1: um was it a version of mad dog mccree where the screen actually shoots you and kills you that sounds
0: like um is it westworld that sounds like a version oh westworld that was a great film Mm. Mm -mm. but do you
1: like was it a great tv series
0: no no it got silly went off the boil i think it started well but no give me the original series mate and it films any day
1: yeah i gotta agree i think eight episodes in it's got a bit yeah. Have you anyway, watched it
0: recently? Yeah. But that's not no, what you're I, talking about.
1: I, I couldn't even finish the first series, but
0: yeah. go on. Again, I'm going I'm to try and pronounce this right. It's uh, Polybius. Polybius? Stop,
1: have you heard of Polybius? I've never heard of Polybius or anything that sounds like it, but it's
0: uh-huh. This is brilliant. Actually, there's a great YouTube um, video on this. I, 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 watched... I really
2: love angry video game nerds video on this i have to put a, i have to put i haven't seen that well no minutes. i
0: want you to put the other guys i can't remember his name now but i might give him a little shout in a minute but we can put both dylan what is polybius dylan
2: polybius supposedly is an arcade machine that hypnotized people was not it it hypnotized yes. people into joining the army or something i can't can't remember it is that is that right
0: Oh, well, it's a great. It's, a, it's a, I love this story. It's a myth about an old 1980s arcade cabinet, Polybius. It was only available to play for a single month. So, and it was, a, and it attracted gamers to play it nonstop. So you got addicted to it. So people that play this game, you got addicted. Um, apparently, only one cabinet was supposedly available when it was stationed in Portland, uh, Oregon. Out of nowhere, the cabinet appeared. When it became so addictive, the players would line up outside the door of the arcade and all to try to play the game. And all this is great. Maintenance was done, often by men in black suits. Bah, bah, bah. As the rumor goes, the game was developed as a means for the government to test out new weapons. Through gameplay, players would become addicted, but suffer amnesia, insomnia, night terrors and hallucinations.
1: Definitely something know. the CIA would have done. Yeah. Some-
0: um do you know what this myth is unbelievable if you honestly rob it's crazy how much this has got you know it's got so much internet um baggage it's absolutely incredible um i'm gonna really uh, you know (laughs) everyone knows now i can't i can't pronounce stuff so guys you, you can't get offended they can't you can't get offended anymore can you dylan and rob
2: we're just so bad at pronouncing things i just people just just let us let us off Put it in the reviews. We need more reviews, put it in the reviews. These guys can't pronounce
1: anything. <laughs> they mean well. star off. They mean well. But apparently the company that made Hyper
2: Bowl, this game Hyperbole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one of the worst ones.
2: <laughs> that's actually quite a hard word to say normally. That's why I never use it.
0: Yeah. Well let's let's try and give this new way to go. So there's a German company that made this game and it's called um, Sinus Sinus or Sinolossen. The word is described by writer Brian Dunning as not quite idiomatic German, meaning
1: Idiomatic. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's the idiot now? <laughs> 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 yep. Idiomatic. <laughs> meaning sensedly or sensory deprivation. Yeah, I said deprivation right. So this this made up German word is if you got the closest kind of translation to it even though it's not perfect will literally mean sensory or sensory deprivation. And um yeah, apparently after the government was done with the, their their they took the game away where it was never seen again. Um I, I love it. I love this story. Again, it's kind of similar. There's some sort of truth in this. Have you, have you guys ever seen the film The Last Starfighter? No, no,
1: but I know of it. Like, um, a kid's yeah. really good at a video game, and he gets taken onto space to, um, to like, uh, to basically be a fighter for like Canadian race who's fighting an evil alien race. But I don't think that's based on this. I think that's based on Ender's Game. Ender's Game. That's what that
2: sounds mm. like. Yeah. Ender's Game.
1: Yeah, that's a great book,
2: but not a great film. Supposedly, mm. no.
1: Also, the author's kind of been cancelled now. So, oh, yeah. Let's
2: not ask why. Yeah, let's not ask why. We, adult, we, themes, we... adult themes,
0: adult <laughs> like themes. I actually quite like The Last Just Starfight. Just don't Do
1: you know ask what? why. Just don't, Just ask, don't why. ask why. Just don't ask why. Yeah, go
0: on. Moving on quickly. No, but The Last Starfight, it's worth watching, actually. It's a, a good film. You know what? It could be one of those films we discussed one day, because it is based on video games, and it's, a good, it's got an 80s feel to it. I remember watching it, though, because it's a you, I think, but it's got a bit of swearing in it. I'm like, wow, you can't have a U film with like the word S and stuff in it and stuff like that, you know? But apparently, well, not apparently, it's definitely got a bit of swearing. Um, it
1: might have been a PG, because PG's was... were brought in in the mid-80s, and, like, the first raft of PG films were pretty hardcore. Gremlins and Temple of Doom were two of the first PG films, and they're, you know, like, gory and vicious as hell.
0: Trying to find it here. I can't see the rating of it, though. But But, yeah, it's worth watching. It's quite good, actually. Um, but let's go in a bit more detail up polybius um there are rumors or it, apparently people were saying well this is a complete rubbish and they're linking it back to game pro apparently the rumors began after game pro re- released an issue they, they spoke about it um Following an appearance in GamePro magazine, a number of people claimed to have some involvement in plebius. In 2006, a man named Amain, a man named Stephen Roach claimed he had been one of the original programmers, and that his company developed a game with very intense and cutting edge graphics. However, according to Roach, a boy experienced an epileptic seizure while playing, and the cabinets were withdrawn by the pa- company in a panic. Although Roach offered, offered someone, no
2: proof, it gave someone His story, a his,
0: yeah, his story added details of the gameplay, which later inspired Rogue Synapses game based on the legend. Um,
1: other a developers... cover story, Dylan. It's a false flag, false flag operation.
2: I've bought it. I've bought it. I've I've gone hook, line, and sinker. because like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Hasn't Jeff Minter done one? I was going to say that
0: Jeff Minter has actually made a game. Or to, uh, uh, called Polybius on the PS4, I think it is. But so
2: that, uh, so that um, won't make you join the army. You can, you can buy it with confidence. And it's a Jeff Minter game, so it's got to be good, right?
0: Is this is good? interesting. When, when he first was talking about his new... I haven't played it, but when he first talked about his game, he actually said that he had, he had played or had been permitted to play the original Polybius arcade machine in a warehouse in Basingstoke, England. Whoa. But I he mean, late- if he just
2: made that up on the spot, that's well, impressive.
0: It's clever PR. Talk about. Yeah. There's us thinking we're clever at PR. Look at Jeff Minna. <laughs>
2: he's the Don at PR now. Yeah, like
0: he, PR he later acknowledged that the game was inspired by the urban legend, but does not attempt to uh, reproduce its alleged gameplay. What
2: giving uh, people seizures? No,
0: basically. Look, do you think there's any truth in it?
2: I don't know, but it's one of these weird things that's quite interesting. And, and like you guys listening have to check out, if you've not seen it already, the, the AVGN video on it, cause it's like a really, like in his own kind of style um, with his I own like humor. It. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a really good watch actually.
1: It's, it's a great story and it's kind of disprove. It's not really something you can disprove. So it's interesting. That's what yeah, makes it You can't
2: prove that they didn't do that. Like, just, mm. you know, there isn't enough out there to say, oh, this was actually Polybius. Oh, yeah, we, we, we withdrew it after a month because it gave a boy seizure. But no. The men in black. Man. The men in black.
0: Well, look, I'll give a little, I've got it here, actually, a little shout-out, because I watched it's a brilliant documentary on it, and he goes through a lot of detail. This guy called Stuart Brown, credit or it's due, it, it's called Polybius, the video game that doesn't exist. YouTube. So give that a go. It's very good. YouTube. Um,
2: you said YouTube you know what? really evilly, like
1: YouTube.
2: YouTube, how dare you?
0: One thing we haven't done this podcast is enough promotions of other stuff for Arcade Attack or giving us a pa- enough pat on the back. Do we you agree, Dylan?
2: No, we haven't even said anything about reviews for us or anything.
0: Do you want me to sort of plug a little interview we did recently, linked to this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> David Irons.
0: Good old David. you going to
1: say David pastor.
0: Ike for a sec. No, no, <laughs> no. That's a completely other podcast and contra- no. uh, conspiracy theory. Yes,
1: no.
2: Lizards. I'm a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, David Icke. No, yeah. No, um, David
0: Irons. I'll David tell you what Ines. though, mate. If I saw David Irons in the pub, i would buy him a beer because he's a funny guy. Um, he's... He <laughs> Do you know what? Did he approach you, Dylan? Let's, let's... Did he come he to you did. first?
2: He, he he emailed the Arcade Attack uh, email address and said, look, I'm writing a book based on Polybius. And it wasn't what I was expecting, I'll be honest with you. I started reading. I was like, uh, I thought it was going to be like a documentary, David. Yeah, 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 it was. it's quite entertaining. I've only just started reading it.
0: Yeah, I've um, started. I haven't read it all yet. But it's a fictional story kind of linked hmm. to the... Um, the, the yeah, he's really itself.
2: kind of, like, gone for it, hasn't he? He's like, oh, right, yeah, there's this crazy machine out there. And, yeah, I think um, I'm going to enjoy reading the rest of it.
0: But Well, I'll tell you what, if the book's if it, half as good as, it, as his interviews done for us, he's on for a he's winner. He's very cause entertaining. I, yeah, it's a very I'll tell you entertaining what, mate. Energy. I... I, I <laughs> If just it's worth reading just to hear his views on Ready Player One alone, you know Uh, the the film and the book. I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, Yeah. but David he has
2: some interesting things to say about Ready Player One. Uh, But no, but can you get a preview of the book? Can can listeners have a little read of the preview of the book? I don't know what's what's it sold on. Let's plug uh, that. Let's plug well, that. I,
0: so. I know that the hard copies are already sold out. He's, I think they sold out straight away. I think he's releasing a second batch soon. It's all in the interview, Dylan. Yeah, I'll it's try all and in find it.
2: I'll dig that out. I'll dig out the re- interview link. Where everyone can get on that. God, can
0: you imagine how many links you're going to have it, uh, in the show notes now? Oh, mate, <laughs>
2: it's going to be like about an A4 size like, show notes. We usually have about three sentences, but yeah.
0: It's brilliant, though. But David Irons, mate, it, I have to say, brilliant. It's a really funny interview. Really quite truthful uh, the, the book is really interesting. I haven't read it all yet. I've really enjoyed it so far, and it's well worth reading. Um, yeah, um, there you go. That, guys. I hope you enjoyed part one of our crazy arcade myths. Any final thoughts or things you want to uh, finish up with?
2: Yep. I, th- I think that that's. I'm, I've been mightily entertained. I'm hoping everyone <laughs> at home has been similarly entertained. I just I've had a great time. Thanks, Andrew. Oh, thank you. No, oh, my pleasure. And
0: there's so many out there. You never know, guys. There might be a part two just around the corner.
1: Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at ArcadeAttackUK, at Barlow 82 and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ArcadeAttackUK. Please check out our website at ArcadeAttack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness